Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Okay, Bobby, we're going to the east side this week, and the thing we're talking about, I think, is the oldest thing we've ever talked about. <laughs> and I love the, the lead in your column this week. You say, if you were nearly 2,000 years old... You'd need a little work too. Am I lying? Right? <laughs> this uh, incredible statue that is at the Villa Terrace on the east side of Milwaukee um, that that depicts Hermes or Mercury, the messenger of the gods, the son of Zeus. And it's the statue that is super old. Yeah, it's crazy. This thing is, they think it's either from the first century or the second century um, AD, which either either way you look at it, it's pretty darn old, right? So how did it get there in the first place? I think, you know, we'll talk about the, the work to restore it, but I just got to know like how this ended up in Milwaukee to begin with. Yeah. So it's really interesting because um, sort of working backward, I guess um, it's been there since 1967 when okay. Villa Terrace became a decorative arts museum. Uh, before that it had been home to the Smith family, uh, which built it and they were the AO Smith family you know so ah that's smith okay water heaters all sorts of big things, names all sorts of yeah things, yeah all sorts of things and they built it to resemble an italian style villa so then the the garden club of the milwaukee art museum um because this was affiliated originally with the milwaukee art museum wanted to have a statue for the center of the courtyard um and so they spent a long time they had a committee put together as you know as you always do and they went out sort of looking for appropriate statues. Um, and these, this one was one of four that had been um, at a place called Williams College um, in Massachusetts, and they were for sale. So they found this one. I don't, I don't know exactly how they decided on this one, but for whatever reason, they decided on it, and that's how it came here. Um, and then it's got a long history going back to the first or second century. Well, we're going to go back to the first century, the first or second century, next on Urban Spelunking, and talk about not only where this originated, but also the work to restore this, this statue at the Villa Terrace Decorative Arts Museum. That's next on Urban Spelunking. Don't stress about that car you don't need. Embrace the lazy days of summer by donating it to Radio Milwaukee. We accept many kinds of vehicle donations, including cars, trucks, motorcycles, and even RVs. Pickup is free, and you could get a tax deduction. Donate your vehicle now, and then kick back and enjoy the great music and stories you help to support. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org cars to start your donation today. Well, we're back on Urban Spelunking, and let's—I I, got to know, Bobby. Like, where did this thing originate? I mean, we're talking about something that's a statue that's almost two thousand years old. Um, so, let's go back to that first and second century. Where did this come from? Um, well, I believe it came from—it's Roman, so it came from probably somewhere in Italy. Although it could have potentially been—you know—the Roman Empire was pretty huge. Uh, but if you look at the statue, really only parts of it are original. So what happened was. Um, during the Renaissance period, there was this love for sort of classical stuff, like ancient Greek stuff, ancient Roman stuff, um, which was sort of the foundation of the Renaissance, right? It was the rediscovery of all of this um, this learning and the art and all sorts of stuff from, from those eras. And so when these things were found, they had um, Renaissance artists sort of put them back together, <laughs> which in the case of this and in lots of cases meant creating 
missing stuff, you know? So this was like a torso and some other bits, but then it didn't have legs. So, you know, that if you look at it, it's clear, you can clearly see where items were added, such as the legs and the tree stump he's leaning against and that sort of thing. Um, and the question about this one is, uh, this belonged to a guy who had an insane collection of stuff. Uh, his name was Justiniani and he had like four houses. He was a super influential guy, um, collected all this stuff and had artists like Fernini, who was insanely famous <laughs> Baroque Italian sculpture sculptor, um, and a, a French guy named Francois Du. So, do we know if it was Bernini or the other guy? No, I don't think I don't think we know. I think people want it to be Bernini because it's, <laughs> okay. it's a much more prestigious <laughs> attribution. But I mean, it seems entirely possible that it's Bernini, but. Um, Nobody's sort of shown, at least in the research I did, um, which I feel like was pretty thorough. I mean, I found a bunch of stuff that had not really been uh, cataloged in Milwaukee, at least before, you know, from Williams College and that. Um, nobody's really been able to prove with any sort of certainty, I think, that it was Bernini. So that's going to be a question for whoever picks up this football next. <laughs> well, let's talk about the work to restore this statue. Um, you know, it's it's been... It's been sitting outside in Wisconsin at least since the 60s. And was there ever a time where it was indoors or has it been outdoors its, its whole life? Um, I think it might have been indoors at um, Williams College. Okay. So um, what I neglected to mention was that – so from this Giustiniani guy, his collection was sold off at some point, And then um, it was – this statue and some others were purchased by um, a wealthy collector from New York who bought it. Um, and then put it on sort of permanent loan um, and then gifted it to this Williams College in Massachusetts, which had it for probably about 75 years or so. Okay. Um, so they had it so for a little while, yeah. It, yeah, and then they decided to get to deaccession uh, a bunch of them, and it went to a gallery, and then the Milwaukee committee – dealt with this gallery, the, that garden club to buy it. So that's how it ended up that close. That closes the the gap there and how it came to Milwaukee. Um, so what kind of, what kind of shape is it in now? I mean, does it need a lot of work since it's been outside? Yeah. So it's been outside nonstop since 1967, which is interesting because even the, um, the newspapers at the time when they were covering it, you know, sort of mentioned that the, the weather was going to be a challenge and had talked about there would be potential that it would be covered or take brought inside. Um, but that never really happened. And so it's been outside for, you know, 50 plus years, which, you know, we know the Wisconsin weather, it's pretty yeah, brutal. Right. It makes my skin crack. So it <laughs> makes perfect sense that it would make, uh, Hermes, Hermes yeah. uh, marble crack. And that's what's happening. I mean, these part of the problem though, is when, um, during the Renaissance, when they sort of reassembled it, they put like an iron, frame inside to kind of hold it together, you know, to attach sure. everything. Um, and that has caused problems because that is causing, you know, the expansion and contraction of that is causing cracks and that sort of thing. So it really needs to be cleaned first of all. Um, and then they want to make, um, a mold. They want to make a copy of it basically like just sort of a, a perfect bronze copy of it. So that what they could then do is put the original inside and stick the copy out in the elements. I see. So okay. Was, Is it, so there would still be a sculpture out there. It would still be a sculpture that looks like that in the courtyard, but in the interest of preserving this for future generations, this would be moved inside. So they need to clean it. They need to make a, a copy of it. Um, 
and then they need a, a professional restorer to sort of go in and probably, um, I assume, take out or replace that um, framework inside to something that would be less damaging over time. And then they would have to fix the cracks and that sort of thing. So, you know, it's an expensive yeah, I mean, you think about the craft uh, and the skill in restoring a statue like this and just like the limited number of people that probably do this work and how expensive it probably is. I wonder, you know, we, we talked we, on Urban Spelunking over the years, we've talked about um, like at the, the Warner Theater, the new Milwaukee Symphony Center, moving that giant wall back. Um, yes, we've, been to, yeah. we've been to homes that have been moved. And in fact, one time we were at a log cabin that was up on a trailer and we walked through this house. Um, I always think that's so fascinating when something precious is moved like that. Even a statue that's the probably one of the you know the oldest public objects in the city, right? Um, what are the, what's involved in in that whole process of moving it? And I'm, I'm picturing them like cutting out that that uh, metal rod that's in there, and just incredibly intricate and delicate work on something so old. I like where do you even find somebody to do that? Well, and that's that's part of what makes this such an expensive proposition is that, I mean, there there is some work that could be done on site, which would save you the cost of moving it because, you know, moving a statue that weighs a few tons is an expensive right, <laughs> and yeah. fragile, is expensive in itself. Um, so there is some work that could be done on site, but only sort of like um, sort of kicking the can down the road kind of work. Like really what has to happen is it has to go to a, a professional, experienced art conservator who specializes in these kinds of sculptures. Um, and that means either going to potentially Chicago or else to Italy. So, you know, you can imagine you're paying not only for the transportation, but you're paying for that kind of expertise that's required to do that. And I couldn't even begin to tell you how they would that's what I mean. it's <laughs> like, is take it... the, the metal out. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just such a, that's why you need somebody. You, you can't just be like, can't just open the yellow pages and look for art conservator. You right. Know, I mean, just, just even little... moving it, I wonder like the, the measures they have to take, like, so it doesn't just crack, you know? Absolutely. Right. Right. So this, this is why they recently held, um, a fundraising event that was like $400 a person to get in. They've got some grant money. They, I think they've got some people who are willing to donate. Um, you know, so they're sort of putting together as much as they can and they might do, you know, they might do some of it in stages. Like if they can do the, um, what they'd really like to do first is get the, the casting made, the bronze casting so that once it does go off to be fixed, there will be a statue to put in its place. There won't be an empty, <laughs> an empty plinth standing there. Um, oh, maybe that's our trivia right there is what a statue stands on is called a what a plinth. Yeah, that one that's called a plinth is one of the right. What? <laughs> you always hit me with this great terminology that that I've learned so much. Uh, you know, uh, uh, what was the other one we had the other week? It was like the uh, cupola. The cu oh, yeah, yeah, the cupola. Yeah. The uh, yeah, you got some good ones. Well, see, now we gave it. We gave away the trivia anyway. <laughs> Unless you got hey, a backup trivia. Uh, Anything about Villa Terrace? What can you tell us about Villa Terrace, Bobby? Oh, all right. So here's my <laughs> trivia about Villa Terrace. And I, I apologize that I don't know the name of this specific uh, Italian villa in northern Italy. But you know that when you're on the lakeside of Villa Terrace, you know, and you're on Lincoln Memorial Drive and you can see it up there on the hill on top of the bluff, there's a, um, a water fountain that comes down. It comes along. It's like basically like a water staircase the water cascades between the two staircases all the way down from the top of the bluff all the way to the bottom. That's actually based on an actual 
Italian villa. Wow, there you go. So Villa Terrace, of course, is a beautiful, it's a it's a museum now, but it's also an events venue. It's one of the most popular places in the city to get married because they have those beautiful gardens um, at the lake level, you know, and then they got that beautiful staircase with the water flowing between and the an incredible patio that overlooks the lake. And just the spaces are so unique for Milwaukee because it really is just sort of like a copy of of Italian villas, like the different rooms. So it's really just unlike anything else in town. So the restoration is underway? Or are they still fundraising? What's the timeline? No, they're still fundraising. Uh, I don't think there is one until they can have enough money to start. So I think what they're trying to do is they do have some matching grants. So they're trying to raise. That's part of why they had the event. Because if they can raise a certain amount of money, they can immediately double it with these matching grants. Um, but again, I think the first thing they'll do is take the casting. So when they get enough money for that, they'll do that. And then they'll keep fundraising until they could then have the proper repairs done. Well, I know you're going to be following this, this Hermes situation uh, very closely as, okay. as this statue gets rehabbed and um, uh, yeah, the casting I'm sure will be really impressive as a first kind of wave as they unveil the restoration. I bet that'll be really cool to see all shiny and bronze, right? Oh, well, I want to watch it if they let, you know, if they'll let me, if they'll tell me when they're going to do it, I want to be there. Oh yeah. That'd be incredible. Well, you're going to be following that and definitely go to on Milwaukee.com and see photos of this, this uh, nearly 2000 year old sculpture soon to be restored at the Villa Terrace Museum. And podcasts here in 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez, and he's going to go ahead and put a link in the podcast app you're listening to right now, so you can get over to On Milwaukee and check out photos and much more from this article. And make sure you subscribe. We've got new episodes of Urban Spelunking coming out every Tuesday. Sometimes we're talking about a building, and sometimes we're talking about uh, uh, the 2,000-year-old statue, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we got next week, Bobby? What do we got next week? <laughs> next week, we are going to go to the uh, Forest County Potawatomi's Wajima campus on the west side that used to be the campus of Concordia College before Concordia moved to Mequon and became a university. Um, and they have been doing pretty much the last of the renovation work on the original campus um, buildings. And that work's been going on now for 11 years. So they're finally about to wrap it up. Very cool. Well, we'll see you next week, Bobby. See you next week.